The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What a weird, weird tax year, man. I don't even know what's going on. Let's talk to somebody smart about this. It's Armstrong and Getty Extra Large. Because four hours simply isn't enough. This is Armstrong and Getty Extra Large. So two years in a row because of the pandemic, the government said, nah, tax day's not April 15th. We're putting it off. And this year they're put it off till, what is it? Is it May 15th or May 17th? Uh, well, or? May 15th falls on a weekend, so May 17th, I believe, is the official deadline. Okay. But let's delve into that question much more with longtime friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, tax attorney, CPA, Stephen Moskowitz. Stephen, how are you, sir? Great and happy because you know how much I love talking about taxes. <laughs> and thanks so much for inviting me. Oh, what, sure. You're a man who loves what he does, which is great. What do you think is going to be the biggest, like, I don't know, mistake or, or, or problem that people run into with not so much the moving of the tax date, but just this whole crazy year that was 2020? The government is giving away so much that my biggest concern for people is they're going to miss out on all types of benefit because most of the things you have to ask for them to get them. Oh, I didn't know that. That would be a crying shame. Yeah, well, I need to pay attention. I got pencil in hand. What, what, what can I get? Well, all kinds of things. First of all, a lot of people have said, hey, they didn't get their rebate money. What's going on? No problem. You can claim it on your tax return on the 1040 line 30. You go ahead and claim what you didn't get, and that's how you get it back. And another thing is a lot of people will say, hey, when's my money coming? What's going on here? The IRS has a mobile app. It's irs to go It's IRS, the number two, go, and you can check your refund status on that. Really? You can all, Yeah, really. And you can also get free tax preparation assistance. So basically in, in these laws, there's something for everybody. There, there's people that are lower income, people that are higher income, all kinds of things. And some common things we'll take a look at is like the required minimum distribution out of pension plans, because if you don't do that, there's a big excise penalty. However, the government raised the age from 70 and a half to 72. And then they said, uh, you know what, for 2020, just forget about it. 
So you don't have to go ahead and take the distribution in 2020. There'll be no penalty. Then also with retirement plans, you can take out 5000 to help you with the expenses of having a baby or adopting a child, which I think is a beautiful thing. And another thing is, you know, the government went ahead and waived the penalty for people under 59 and a half to take up to $100,000 out of their accounts. So this is terrific. There's no penalty. That's wonderful. Out of their Thank 401k, you, do you mean? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. I'm, I'm not going to do it, but you can take up to a hundred grand out of your 401k without a penalty. Yes. Okay. However, you have to go ahead and pay tax on it, but you have the option to go ahead and say, well, wait a minute, instead of putting the whole hundred grand in my tax return, I only want to do one third. So I put one third, I have three years to put one third. And then it used to be how to get the money back in 60 days, but now they gave you three years to get the money back. And if you put the money back within three years, no tax. So you'd have to file an amended return, get your money back. and You'd use form 8915E for that. Also, if you had to make repayments on a retirement plan, they let you delay it for 2020. You don't have to do that. You know, and I was going to put the whole hundred grand on Dogecoin, so I should have plenty of money to pay the government back. <laughs> are you, I'm sure I will. Are you planning on your, and, and paying for that with your next space flight? Yes. That's what they're doing now to make up for what he said on Saturday Night Live. So a lot of people worked from home through all of 2020, like almost the entire year. And so their bedroom was their office. Are there, all, are there things that they can do, like home office deductions and stuff that they don't normally do? Most people don't qualify for home office. However, there's a provision in the tax law where if your employer gives you money to go ahead and facilitate setting up that setup, the employer still gets the tax deduction but it's not income to you. So what you should do is talk to the employer and say, look, you know, here's what I spent, and you should go ahead and correct my W-2, and everybody's better off because the employer still gets the tax deduction, but the employee doesn't report his income, which is better than deducting it. But so merely sitting at a desk in my bedroom, even though I worked there every single day, and that's how I made my living with my laptop, that's not good enough to call that a home office, huh? You'd have to qualify for home office. So the first thing is when you said bedroom, with home office, there's a different rule. You have to use the portion of the house exclusively for business. So almost anything else, say like a car, if you use it 80% for business, you get an 80% deduction. If you used your, your home office 99% for an office and 1% for a bedroom, you get zero. That's, that's one of the problems. Wow. Another problem, wow, that's interesting. So you, you've got to have a special room. And I, you know, I don't know how if the IRS... Uncle Jim comes over and stays the night, you're dead. Or if I practice my guitar well, in there on the weekends. Be, it doesn't have to be a special room, but it has to be exclusively used for the business. And there's another problem if you do it. If you go ahead and take home office, and some people qualify for it, you convert a portion of your house from principal residence to business property, and then when you sell it, you don't get the forgiveness benefits. So that's why I tell clients, if you're going to do that, you think twice, plus that's a very high audit area. So there's a lot of things involved. Again, I'm not saying not do it, but if you qualify, think about that change in that portion of your home. That's why you might want to talk to the employer first and, and have them switch that portion to non-taxable. 
Boy, that seems crazy to me, especially, you know, given the, the modern circumstance. But uh, consult your uh, uh, tax attorney. If you want attorney. crazy, there's a whole internal revenue code. I'll give you crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. So the big take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What what are they cracking down on, uh, especially? You mentioned the home office thing is an Bitcoin. audit trigger. Yeah, and maybe with uh, that Bitcoin. question, where are we? Because you've talked to us over the years about how they the pendulum swings back and forth from, like, you know, auditing people. Are we in a... We're going after people hard, period, and then, and, and and yes or no, and then what are they cracking down on, like Joe said? Well, number one, you see that the spirit has changed because as far as the IRS is concerned for people, COVID's over, back to business. They went back to their grabbing your passport if you don't pay your taxes. And with crypto, that's their big, big focus now. They're looking at crypto. And we've talked on your show about their Operation Hidden Treasure. They're going after people civilly and criminally. And they got a lot of information when they issued the summons to Coinbase. And there's a lot of information they get with the blockchain. And a lot of people think, oh, crypto is secret. It's not. There's good records. And the IRS has them, and they've got them. And then it's a question of, well, wait a minute. How is this tax? Is it short-term or long-term capital gain? 
Are you using a foreign exchange? Oh, you are. Then you have the foreign rules, the FBARs that we've talked about and the other foreign so, reporting. So I don't have crypto, but I'm interested in this. So if I invested $1,000 in Dogecoin, uh, you know, six months ago and it's now worth $400,000, do I have to take it out of and turn it into what I call real money um, be, to, be, to get taxed on it? Or if, does, just th- does just that increase in the imaginary world of crypto, is that enough to have to pay taxes on it? Just the imaginary increase is not taxable. Okay. okay. But what, you, what a lot of people miss is you go ahead and you go to the grocery store and you say, you know what, I think they, they accept crypto here and I'm going to pay for it. The minute you use the coin, then they say, aha, you have a taxable transaction. Then it's, is it short term? Is it long term? Is it ordinary income? Hmm. And you get into all that. Wow. Wow. Not to, right. not to mention, did you convert it from something else? And then, you know, did you do mining? Did you do an airdrop? Is hard forks, soft forks, all, all kinds of stuff. They get you, you add the complexity of the tax code to my knowledge of crypto, and I get oh, into a boy. pretty difficult situation fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen, you've always been a great defender of small business people. You always has you always have good advice for, for those with a few employees. Uh, what are you seeing a lot of now? What should they be aware of, or what should they be seeking? Well, one of the things is you should go ahead and look at the employee retention credit. Because with this, for 2020, if you otherwise qualify, the government is giving you $5,000 per year per employee. But for 2021, they upped it from five grand to $28,000 per employee. So for example, if you had 10 employees, the government would give you $280,000. And you say, well, wait a minute, for the payroll taxes I've already paid in, what do I have to do? Well, I'd have to file an amended return, a 940X. But they're, they're even doing better than that. They're saying, well, rather than paying the money in and then getting a check back, there's another form you can use, a form 7200. And with the 7200, you say, you know, IRS, let's make up a number. You know, I'm due 100 grand here with my employee retention credit, and I would normally have to write you a check here for 30. So I'm just going to go ahead and write you a check for zero, and you write me a check for 70. And one of the things we've done, you say, this is terrific. How do I qualify? In our firm, we created a free work paper, and this can tell you, are you going to qualify for this or not? And because you were so kind in inviting me on your podcast, if any of your listeners are interested, we'll just email that out to them. They can figure out, hey, am I entitled to all this money or not? Cool. Hey, Stephen, you've been doing this a long time. Um, Over the years you've been doing taxes, where is the aggressiveness of the IRS right now? I mean, when was the most aggressive time, and where does this rank? That's changing because they go up and down, and they've gotten a lot more aggressive because, number one, they hired an additional 200 criminal agents. They trained them, and what we're seeing now in the trenches, a lot more criminal cases popping up. And President Biden just announced that he wants to give the IRS another $80 billion with a B for enforcement. Now, when you turn over $80 billion, he's going to expect to see results mm. on how to get results. What that means is the IRS is always complaining that there's so many people not complying with the tax law. They just can't get all of them. Well, with the extra $80 billion and the extra criminal agents, there's an awful lot of people they just didn't have time for before they're going to go get now. So I expected to get very aggressive. That $80 billion was not the old days kinder or gentler. That eighty Because President Biden said basically he expects a 10% return on the money. 
So he's looking to raise over $800 billion from the $80 billion he's given them. And if you're going to get $800 billion from taxpayers, that's going to be a lot of aggression. So, Stephen, last question for me anyway, uh, and you touched on this a little bit, but who gets audited these days? The answer is it depends. The number one way to get audited is through a computer program called DIF, D-I-S, Discriminated Income Function. And that takes 66 different categories, and they look at things. But to give you an idea, as you go up in income, you increase your chances of being audited. Ironically, if you have a real small income, that increases your chance of being audited, too, because the government says, hey, Mm. you must be a part of the cash underground economy. Another thing that they do is they say, well, how do your deductions compare to the overall deductions for the country? The more you stray, the more they're interested in you. Then who do you do business with? And if they're being audited, they might audit you. Another one is if the person that prepares your tax return is in the problem preparers program where the IRS thinks, hey, that firm or that person is preparing bad tax returns, they audit you just because that preparer did your return. So there's lots of ways to get audited. Well, that's interesting. So you you don't really want to do business with people that you think might be the kind of people to get audited because then you get audited. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So, uh, Stephen, if people want the, the one thing you referred to or more information, uh, I believe the website is MoskowitzLLP.com. Is that correct? Yes, MoskowitzLLP.com. Or you can call us at 888-TAX-DEAL. That's 888-T-A-X-D-E-A-L, 888-TAX-DEAL. And, and what I would say is we have barely, barely, barely scratched the surface of so many things. The government's just given away the money. As a little teaser, there's a vehicle you can buy now that the government will give you up to $40,000 credit for it. There's an investment that you can make that the government will give you 39% credit on it. They're giving you back your money. Not to mention employing certain people like veterans, they'll give you back a credit. The deduction for restaurants now used to be 50%. Now it's you get a 100% deduction. There's just It goes on and on and on and on. You know, if you limited me to just 15 hours, I'd still have to pair it down. <laughs> well, I memorized the phone number years ago because I assume, Stephen, I'll be calling you from jail at some point in my life. one tax You're not deal. going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Moskowitz, thanks for your time today. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Extra large. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.